A Beautiful Fiction A Good Omens Podfic Written by The Starlit Rose and read by Literarian Chapter 3 When Aziraphale woke the next morning, the sun shone brightly through the curtains. Aziraphale felt warm, safely cocooned in his demon's embrace. Gloriously happy, perfectly and utterly content. The world hadn't ended, and Crowley was here, in his bed, curled against him, sleeping peacefully, a soft smile gracing his handsome features. Thanks to Adam, Aziraphale still had his bookshop, his home and his livelihood. It was more than that, though. It was the place that Crowley had helped to build just as much as he had. Gifts throughout the years, books and knickknacks, bottles of wine that Aziraphale stored in the cellar, the small garden he'd cultivated behind the shop. Aziraphale knew he loved the place as much as he did. The shop was as much Crowley's home as it was his. Aziraphale had often thought about the pull Crowley had on him. At the beginning of their time on Earth, he'd rarely seen the demon, but as humanity grew, so did their encounters. With each meeting, each parting, Aziraphale was left with a strange emptiness in his chest. He'd always credited it to the loneliness he felt in a world ruled by death. Never aging, outliving anyone he came close to. He'd outlived lovers, friends, humans who had become so dear to him but he'd been unable to hold on to. Where humans were a candle flame in the wind, Crowley was his eternal son. Then, when he purchased his shop, he filled it with things that anchored him. Works created by people he'd loved, tapestries and paintings, letters and sketches. Books that he'd discussed with his dear humans and, each one a surprise, treasures given to him by the demon. It became theirs, their meeting place, a safe space within a cruel world. He rolled over, allowing himself to gaze at the demon sleeping beside him. His whole world, and he'd come so close to losing him yesterday, picturing Crowley dying like that caused his chest to seize. Aziraphale felt tears gather in his eyes, blurring his vision. He shook his head. No, he'd prevented that. Nobody would bother them again. They'd saved everyone. Or, well, someone had. They'd won. They were safe. Of 
course they were. He pressed his face against Crowley's neck, kissing his pulse point and doing his best to leave a lovely little mark there for the world to see. He liked marking him. He glowed with pride to know that Crowley would wear the mark for a few days. The demon growled in frustration, voice deep with lingering sleep. Zirafel, stop trying to sleep here. He wiggled, attempting to snuggle with the angel. Aziraphale pressed himself against Crowley, gently nibbling at his neck, moving his leg in just a manner to provide a bit of delicious friction to his cock. Crowley grunted and stirred just enough to tighten his arms around Aziraphale, maneuvering his body to lay atop Aziraphale. His body weight trapped the angel, pinning him to the bed, and he buried his nose in Aziraphale's hair, wiggling a bit, then promptly let out a snore. Aziraphale scoffed, and Crowley had called him a bastard. He sighed and resigned himself to just one more hour of sleep. He and Crowley would have a nice lie-in and perhaps stop at the little diner up the street for some blueberry crepes when they were both awake. Aziraphale held him tight in his embrace, pulling the blanket up and over him, allowing the gentle weight of his beloved to lull him back to sleep. It felt so right having him here beside him, familiar, so seamless, it was as if they'd been made for one another. As Aziraphale's eyes closed, he felt a sense of utter peace that he'd never known before. The second time Aziraphale woke up that day, he realized two things. The first was that something felt quite nice, more than nice, actually. The second was that Crowley's fingers were in his hair, scratching lightly at his scalp while he whispered sweet nothings in his ear, his hot breath ghosting across his cheek, sending chills down his spine. Good, you're finally awake said Crowley, as he wrapped his arms around Aziraphale and began to nip lightly at his neck. Aziraphale's sleep and lust-addled brain was making it difficult to speak. How? he gasped. He was likely to have a mark when Crowley was finished. Crowley! The demon lifted his head. Couldn't get enough of you last night. He grinned cockily. Thought I might try something new, he said, as he kissed his way down Aziraphale's soft chest. Aziraphale stuttered out a flustered, Please, as warmth engulfed his hardened cock. 
the angel instinctively reached for Crowley's silky auburn hair, tugging the strands as the demon's mouth and tongue did wicked things to his cock. Crowley, he groaned, then whined as the demon pulled away to look at him, grinning, eyes shining with mischief. Morning he drawled, waggling his eyebrows at the angel. Lovely day, isn't it? Aziraphale rolled his eyes at him. I've never known you to start something, then just leave it unfinished. Crowley's hair was mussed from sleep, and Aziraphale's desperate fingers, and Aziraphale thought he'd never looked lovelier. Crowley raised an eyebrow at him, a cocky grin stretched across wicked lips. Oh, you mean this? Just a hobby, really. Fairly new one at that. He ran a long finger up the underside of Aziraphale's cock, grin growing wider as the angel shivered. Crowley, he whined as a bead of precum dripped onto the sheets beneath him. Such a mess, Crowley tuttered with a smirk, before leaning over to give him a good lick, his tongue trailing from root to tip, before taking him in his mouth once again. He'd been correct in his assessment of Crowley's tongue. He really could do wicked things with it. Crowley's hands were massaging his thighs and bollocks, teasing touches and firm pressure beneath his lovely fingertips. All the while, Crowley's pretty mouth was stretching tight around him. Aziraphale's fingers gripped Crowley's hair as he grew closer to release, his hips had begun to thrust in time with the sliding of his mouth. His heart was hammering in his chest, and he was so very close to the precipice, just a little more. Aziraphale glanced down to see Crowley taking him deep in his mouth. Watching Crowley take him so easily made him drunk with lust. His mouth went dry as he watched Crowley work him relentlessly. Then suddenly his orgasm washed over him. Crowley! He shouted as he spilled into the demon's throat. Crowley's fingernails imprinting in his thighs, his vision blurring. He clamped his eyes shut, overwhelmed with love for Crowley. As Aziraphale came down from his high, he cracked an eye open. His body was still throbbing with pleasure from the remnants of his orgasm. He ran a shaking hand through his blonde curls. Good morning, dearest, he said taking a shaking breath. I fear I've created a monster. 
Crowley had sat up from his spot between Aziraphale's thighs and grinned. He winked at him and made a show of licking his lips. Hmm, demon, next time go easier on the hair, he said cheekily. He blushed, then cleared his throat. That was quite a nice surprise. Angel, what have I told you about the word nice, huh? He drawled sarcastically, rolling his eyes. I woke up about twenty minutes ago and got bored waiting for you to wake up, seeing as you had all the fun last night. He trailed off, slowly licking his lips flirtatiously. Aziraphale opened his mouth to speak, but was distracted by a strange nostalgia blooming in his chest, a memory, an ache for something his heart seemed to remember, but his brain had forgotten, golden light pouring in through the windows reflected of Crowley's pale skin and auburn hair. It reminded him of… something… He was stunning and deeply familiar in the early morning light. Aziraphale couldn't help but grin up at him. He could almost picture him as an angel with long flaming locks and eyes like molten gold. The vision was gone as soon as it came. Quite, said Aziraphale, shaken by his thoughts. Urged on by Crowley's early teasing, the angel sat up long enough to tug him down atop him, fingers entwining, Crowley pinning him into the mattress as he began to press kisses to his skin. The demon's mouth was flaming, a delicious wet heat that blazed trails of desire across Aziraphale's chest and neck. Crowley was grinding against him, their cocks moving together in delicious friction. Oh, angel, he whispered between kisses. Aziraphale had his arms tight around Crowley, nails digging into the soft flesh of his back. Their kisses grew more frantic, heat rising between them, stifling them. Aziraphale had only just come, but he was ready for more, aching to be joined with the being he loved once more. He was struck once again by the familiarity of the act. Each slide of Crowley's warmth against his own left him feeling hollow and wanting. There was something inside of him longing to pull Crowley close and never let go. A tugging in his heart echoing, he's mine. Crowley pulled back to watch him. He could scarcely believe Aziraphale was allowing them to be this close. He was in his arms. An eternity had passed since their last embrace. He wanted, needed them to be joined. Can I 
I want. Aziraphale chuckled warmly. <laughs> of course, dearest. I've been imagining how wonderful it would feel to have you buried inside me for years now. Years of keeping the demon at arm's length, pretending he didn't want to drag him into the nearest alley and have his wicked way with him left him with little else to do. Crowley licked his lips and swallowed hard, eyes wide. Yes. Aziraphale was rubbing circles into Crowley's back, alternating between soft and firm touches. Hmm, the things I have imagined you doing to me. For example, do you know how many times I've come with the thought of your lovely hands around me? Or what it would feel like to have them stretching me open, lithe and long inside of me? To have them make me come? I have so much planned for you and those beautiful fingers of yours, my dearest. Crowley had frozen in place, his mouth slightly parted and pupils completely blown. So, what would you have me do? Aziraphale reached up and rubbed a thumb over the demon's cheekbone. I want you inside me, Crowley. I want to feel all of you. He nodded dumbly at the angel, leaning in for a slow kiss, running lithe fingers across the softness of Aziraphale's ribs. He sat back for a moment, glancing about the room, then grabbed the small bottle from the nightstand triumphantly. He poured a good amount onto his fingers, circling his tight hole, slowly easing the digit into the angel, causing him to whimper. Crowley, he whined. Darling, please. Another whimper. Please, I'll be fine. I want to feel you. Are you? He was cut off with a kiss. Aziraphale had taken the bottle and squeezed enough in his hand to coat Crowley's cock with the clear liquid. This time, Crowley could feel all of Aziraphale. He let out a breathy moan as he slowly inched his way into him. His hands gripped his plush hips as he moved into him. It was more than just two bodies searching for completion. They were joining in a way that was reminiscent of what it had been in heaven, a mingling of their essence. He could feel Aziraphale's tightness around him, the way he clenched when he hit that sensitive spot within him, the way his hand slid around the angel's cock. Oh, but more, so much more. The angel overwhelmed him, Aziraphale's scent and power, his love. 
He'd recognized the angel's presence anywhere, had spent the last six thousand years seeking it out, and now he was immersed in it. Drowning in the angel and barely clinging on to his own sanity. Angel, he murmured as he tightened his grasp on the angel, kissing him deeply, bruising. Let go, love, I've got you, Aziraphale whispered in his ear. Crowley came with a sob above Aziraphale, the demon's fingers dug into his hips almost painfully. The heat of Crowley pulsing within him caused Aziraphale to tumble over the edge behind him. Aziraphale pressed soft kisses to his eyelids, soothing him as he shook with his release. Crowley's arms wrapped around Aziraphale, winding around him and holding him tightly in his embrace. Please don't leave me, Angel. I won't leave you, darling. I'm right here. Crowley whimpered lightly into Aziraphale's neck as he snuggled into his softness. They'd held one another until Aziraphale's stomach had gotten the best of him. We can just nip down the street to that lovely diner, perhaps take a walk afterward, he said after they'd gotten dressed. Crowley was tying his scarf. Mm, anything you like, Angel. Oh, we should go to the theatre. We could see the woman in black. Are you sure you'd even like it? asked Crowley. Probably not, he said, pulling on his coat. We could see cats. Crowley laughed. <laughs> that was one of mine. I don't think you would hate it, but you would need to be awfully drunk. Aziraphale laced his fingers with Crowley's. Hmm, what about Phantom of the Opera? I've heard it's wonderful. We've been so busy the last few years we never did get around to seeing it. He said as he picked up his keys from the table beside the door. The music's not bad. It's a good play. Weber is definitely one of ours, though, Crowley said, opening the door. <laughs> and here I thought we were on our own side now, Aziraphale said with a laugh, shutting and locking the shop door before setting off in the direction of the diner. Neither of them noticed the pair lurking in the alley beside the bookshop. The binding spell hit Crowley first, knocking him out before he had time to react. Crowley! Aziraphale shouted, noticing a pair of lavender eyes before he too was knocked unconscious, falling to the ground in a heap.